Hello and welcome to the Radiant On Air podcast and happy National Homeownership Month. I'm Justin Foster, Senior Vice President of People Experience, and I'm really excited to welcome back to the podcast, Jade Brown, Radiant's Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Jade, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Justin. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be back. So since June is National Homeownership Month, I thought it made sense to have Jade join us to discuss a topic we covered three years ago, first-time homebuyers. A lot has changed in the past few years, so let's get started. I wanted to begin with a simple definition. Seems like an obvious thing to define, but it's not. Can you help our listeners better understand how a first-time home buyer is defined? Absolutely. And you're right. It's not as simple as it sounds. The GSEs, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, go beyond the obvious definition of someone who has never owned a home before. A first-time home buyer is someone purchasing a home to reside in as a primary residence. But one caveat is that the borrower has had no ownership interest, either sole or joint ownership, in another residential property during the three years preceding the purchase of the subject property. Let's clarify that one because it might be confusing. Someone can previously have owned a property and still be considered a first-time home buyer. Is that right? Yes, as long as the ownership ended three years prior to the purchase of a new home. But there's a few other scenarios. A displaced homemaker or a single parent may also be considered a first-time home buyer if the individual had no ownership interest in a residential property during the preceding three-year period other than an ownership interest in the marital residence with the spouse. There are also situations where living or a land trust might affect the analysis under the GSE guidelines. Interesting. That's a definition that can go in so many different directions. Let's talk about our current market. It's a unique one for sure. Can you discuss some current trends within today's market? Well, one thing we're seeing is an increase in multi-generational homes across all demographics. 2022 recorded the highest percentage of unmarried couples purchasing homes at 10%. The National Association of Realtors, also known as NAR, recently noted that the average down payment was 6% but that 22% of all first-time buyers are using a gift or a loan from family or friends. Over the past year or so from Q1 2022 through Q1 2023, we're seeing home prices still soaring in some areas of the country, while others are seeing a huge drop. Affordable homes are still lacking, according to a recent Housing Wire article. Median purchase applications are over $320,000 as of March 2023. NAR also published recent stats stating that 26% of all home buyers were first-time buyers. This is the lowest percentage since 1981. Interest rates are also creating problems. From 2022 to 2023, interest rates quickly raised to heights not seen in many years. Elevated mortgage rates have curbed demand and would-be borrowers continue to face challenges deciding when to enter the purchase market because one week interest rates are up, then they're down. Just general interest rate volatility. Many are unsure of what's going on or how to proceed. You read a lot about buy-downs and adjustable rate mortgages. The market is wreaking havoc on the potential to purchase a home. We're seeing a shift caused by the soaring home prices plus the higher rates. Let's talk more about the specific demographics of first-time home buyers. How are they similar and how are they different? Well, absolutely. We did a lot of research on different groups to see how stats were trending. To begin, Black or African-American homebuyers represented only 3% of all buyers in 2022, according to a recent NAR article. Of those 3%, 49% were first-time buyers. Of buyers, 88% were white and Caucasian, 8% were Hispanic or Latino, and only 2% were Asian and Pacific Islander. 
Speaking of the Asian American Pacific Islander group, according to a recent NAR study, the share of first-time buyers declined in 2022. 43% of all buyers from this demographic were first-time buyers in 2022. One noticeable statistic is that this group had the highest percentage who used a gift from a friend or a relative at 22% of all buyers. The Hispanic Latino group revealed a very interesting stat. According to NAR, 66% of buyers use savings as their primary source of down payment. This is the largest of all race or ethnic groups. This group also had the highest rate of multi-generational homes according to a recent NAREP report at 15% of home purchases, just above the Black African-American multi-generational home purchase of 14%. We see some emerging trends across these groups, more multi-generational homes, large percentage of first-time buyers, but also these groups represent a very small portion of overall home buyers. That's really great information. Okay, now let's shift to opportunities. With the market issues we already discussed, what other opportunities are there for first-time home buyers? Well, there are so many loan options available for first-time buyers. There are numerous HUD-approved housing counseling agencies that offer various homeownership education and counseling that can help buyers learn about their credit options and how to prepare for homeownership. In addition, there are many first-time buyer loan and programs available. For example, FHA loans offer low down payment options and more flexible credit requirements, and VA loans have no down payment options for active duty military members, veterans, and their families. There are several opportunities for first-time home buyers, and it's important for buyers to do their research and explore all the options to find the best fit for their family and individual needs and their personal financial situations. Speaking of opportunities, now's a good time to remind our listeners about all the home buying educational resources and tools out there. Take advantage of them. There are so many resources, including the ones we have linked in the description to help you and to help first time home buyers better understand the process. Speaking of understanding the process, talk to us a little bit about the common misconceptions many potential buyers, including first time home buyers, have on buying a home. Well, I think it comes down to two main items, the credit score and the down payment. Still so many people think you need to have a 750 plus credit score to buy a home or that you need to put 20% down. Neither is accurate. There are so many different options out there for home buyers. If you have a 700 credit score or 650, you still have options. And the down payment is something that we need to continue educating people on. Sure, having 20% down is great, but many potential buyers don't have that. Maybe they have 3% or 5%. Again, there's so many options and products that give buyers with limited down payments the ability to purchase a home. However, with all of that said, we still need to have affordable inventory, which is an ongoing challenge, especially in today's market. So who are these new home buyers that we're seeing? What are we seeing? Well, we know this is the most diverse home buyer population in recent history. As I mentioned, 49% of black buyers were first time home buyers. And according to a recent NAREP report, a third of Hispanic people in the U.S. are between the ages of 25 and 44, which are prime home buying years. Asian Americans have experienced the largest homeownership growth over the last decade, and we know more about women and those who are in the LGBTQ community and how they fit into the home buying market than we have in previous years. One of the barriers to entry for some potential home buyers may be the language barrier and that it can be difficult for non-English speakers or those with limited English proficiency to access information about mortgage terms and communicate with their lenders or real estate agents. Limited English proficiency, or LEP, is an area of improvement in the housing industry. 
having more professionals who can help those with limited English proficiency may help more become homebuyers. Studies also show that minorities may have limited savings since they may be supporting extended family members, which is something we don't see as often with white buyers. Additionally, we've seen a fair amount of news recently on the LGBTQ community. One of the biggest factors impacting these potential buyers is community acceptance, but also many in this community think that 20% down payment is still required. So again, we see the lack of knowledge of home buying process come into play. In fact, Rep, the National Association for Gay and Lesbian Real Estate Professionals, admits that the industry needs to do a better job focusing on advertising to gay-friendly websites and publications, so these buyers can learn more about their options. To close, it's important in our jobs to be aware of shifting homebuyer demographics and ensure we can serve these different populations. That's something we all continue to try to be educated on. Um, there are so many options for borrowers. They just need to be made aware. Okay, last question. Besides the resources linked in the description, what else is Radiant and its family of companies working on to help first-time homebuyers? Well, Justin, we're a participant in MBA's uh, Convergence Philadelphia, which launched earlier this year in March. Convergence is a collective impact initiative with the purpose of increasing homeownership for Black, Hispanic, and other underrepresented communities. Convergence Philadelphia is the third Convergence initiative, following initiatives in Memphis and Columbus, and is working to navigate solutions to the racial homeownership gap. We have work streams across the company that support finding solutions for these complex problems, and we'll collaborate with Philadelphia area stakeholders through this initiative to make this work come together. We also have partnerships with NALREB, the National Association for Hispanic Real Estate Professionals, and NAMBA, the National Association of Minority Mortgage Bankers of America. These organizations help us engage with the community and allow us to gain diverse perspectives from underrepresented communities that can help us develop products and services to be more inclusive. Jade, great information and great discussion. Thank you so much for joining us today. Before we say goodbye, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you can stay tuned in to Radian's upcoming podcast content. Jade, thank you again. Thank you for having me. I hope we were able to provide some new and refreshed information for our listeners.